The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the third chapter. As the people were filled with expectation, and all were questioning in their hearts concerning John, whether he might be the Messiah, John answered all of them by saying, I baptize you with water, but one who is more powerful than I is coming. I'm not worthy to untie the thong of his sandals. We'll baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand to clear his threshing floor and to gather the wheat into his granary, but the chaff he will return, he will burn with unquenchable fire. When all the people were baptized, and when Jesus also had been baptized, and was praying, the heaven was opened, and the Holy Spirit descended upon him in bodily form like a dove. And a voice came from him, heaven, you are my son, the beloved. With you I am well pleased. The Gospel of the Lord. You may be seated, and the children may come forward for a children's sermon. How many of you have ever seen someone be baptized before? Yeah? When? Yes. There was a baby? Yeah, yeah. What happened? Yeah. Okay. Very good. Are there any words that I say specifically when I put water on the head? Yes. Bingo. Baptized in the name of the Father and in the name of the Son and in the name of the Holy Spirit. Very good. Yes. Yeah. You can't go to heaven yet. But you can go to heaven when it's your time, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So it's your birthday. Your birthday is when you celebrate your own birth. And do you guys know your baptism day? Yeah. Do you know what that is? You think like April 12th? Okay. So sometime in April. Not sure. Do you want to know when my baptism day is? Mine is June 26th. June 26th. I was born March 9th. It took him a while. <laughs> but I was, I was born March 9th. I was baptized on June 26th. And every year, and I think I've told you guys this before, but it's worth saying again. Every year, my mom would take out the baptism candle that we got, and she would make us a cake, and we'd light the single candle, 
and we sing Happy Baptism Day to you. <laughs> kind of like Happy Birthday to you, but Happy Baptism Day. Now, why would my mom do that? Yes. Excellent. She likes to think back about when I was baptized. Yeah. That's a good memory. Does the memory have anything to do with today? Yes. <laughs> yes. Memories in my head. Very good. Let me see. When you guys celebrate your regular birthdays, is that just because once a long time ago your parents were really happy you were born, or are they still happy you are here today? They're still happy, I'm assuming. <laughs> They're still happy you're here today. They are. I know they are. They told me. They do. They do, actually. And on top of that, on your baptism day, we're not just celebrating that God loved you that day or that your parents loved you that day. But we're celebrating that you are loved by God every day of your life. And so on that day, whether you guys light a candle or whether you have a cake, whether there's nothing at all, no matter what, remember that God loves you every single day. Now I have a trick for remembering your baptism and it's really handy for a day like today. Anytime that there's water on your head, can you think of times when there's water on your head? Name some. Yes. Shower. When you wash your hair. Very good. If you're in the pool. If you're in the pool, excellent. Yeah, when they, you get a haircut and they spray water on your head. And it's, been, and it's been doing a lot of this lately in the sky. It's raining. Raining? <laughs> That's a very good one. Or snowing or anything else. Whenever you have water on your head, I want you to remember that that is the method. That's the way. That's the sign that God loves you very, very much. So you guys should be bathing on a regular basis. So on a regular basis, you guys should know that God loves you. So, this year, sometime, if you know your baptism day, go ahead and celebrate it. It's worth celebrating. And if I remember, I'll try to celebrate mine with you as well. Sound good? All right. Should we pray? Let's pray. God, we give you thanks. We give you thanks that on rainy days when it seems like everything is gloomy, you remind us that you love us, that you care for us, that you are always near us and that you're beside us. That you are our friend. In the midst of all these things, God, we give you thanks for these people here today, for the way that you bless them and that you call them sons and daughters. And we ask that you might continue to remind us of this every day, every time our heads are wet. In your name we pray. Amen. Thank you.
In the name of Jesus, amen. Martin Luther was a very, very good confessor. He was very proficient in it. If you read through Martin Luther's works, if you read through Martin Luther's letters or even his uh, private works for a little while, as he was discerning what it was, a specific grace of God, what it was in his life. In the beginning, he just spent a whole lot of time confessing. He confessed all of his sins. He confessed everything that he did that was wrong or could be wrong or possibly wrong. He confessed everything he didn't do that could be wrong or possibly wrong. He confessed things that he was a part of but didn't even initiate. He confessed things that he didn't stop but could have. He confessed things holistically and regularly and quite often it took up a large part of his day confessing all these things. And on a regular basis, he would get up from confessing all these things. He would walk not 20 steps down the hall and remember something he forgot. And then he'd go back and he'd confess some more. Now eventually, Luther came to understand, and by the grace of God, we have come to understand that it's not through this confessing action that grace is given, but rather while we were yet sinners before we even do this action, before we take any action at all, God loved us. And God gave his life to die for us. While we were yet sinners. While we were still <laughs> sinning. The reason I bring this up is because in today's text, in the baptism of our Lord that we celebrate today, in the baptism of Jesus, Jesus was going into and Jesus was baptized himself into the baptism John was giving, which was a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And this specific baptism wasn't quite like the one that we had, but it is the predecessor of the one that we have today. And in Jesus' experience, we kind of come very close to the baptism that we inherit. There was repentance. There was a turning that John was calling the people to do. A turning that meant taking your life, reflecting on it, a lot like Luther did. Maybe not exactly, but a lot like Luther did. And seeing how it was out of line or disjointed with the will and with the life of God. And in that reflection, you began to turn. You begin to turn towards God. You begin to turn in a way where your trajectory, where your path, where you're facing, whatever metaphor you want to use for this, where you became in line, where you became aright with God. That's kind of that beginning turning that Luther held. But in our baptism today, that's not all we hear about, is it? In a typical baptism, and in fact, fun fact for us today, there's a baptism happening at Benders Lutheran Church. So as we speak, one more sister in Christ is, actually no, it's a brother in Christ. One more brother in Christ is being added to your family today. And at that baptism at Benders Lutheran Church, they will ask at the beginning of the baptism, they'll remember the work that God has done for us, and then they'll ask, do you renounce the devil and all the forces of evil in this world? And if so, answer, I renounce them. And the whole congregation will join in in saying, I renounce them. We have a very short, short moment of repentance for every baptism we do. 
But then we hear in a very long form the promises of God that were there before. The identifying factors of God that see you. Not in this perfect form, not in a post-repentant form, but as you are and loves you. As you are and loves you. And it is in this that we are baptized. We're not baptized into an opportunity to become better. We're not baptized into a perfect form of self that we have now perfected. We are baptized as ourselves into the life and the work of God. Christ in his baptism. It mentions in a nice little nice little phrase there that he was praying after his baptism. Now he's baptized into a, a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins, but as Christ, I'm not sure he was thinking of, gee, I tripped my brother James last week. You know, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> I don't think he was thinking through the things that he had sinned because we kind of understand Christ to be blameless. So what was Christ praying about? And the way that we understand baptism today, I think it was very, very close. Because the voice tells us what that relationship with God was like. What that turning towards God was like. Because as the dove comes down, there's identification. This is my son. My beloved. With you, I am pleased. As Paul reminds us, we are joint heirs with all that is Christ. We are brothers and sisters adopted into God's family, adopted for no other reason than Christ loves us, than God loves us. In the midst of these things, when water hits our foreheads and when water hits the forehead of justice over at Benders today and when water hits our foreheads repeatedly, it is for you to remember that jointly, heirs of the same promises that God gives on this baptism of our Lord's Sunday, you brothers and sisters, are loved. You are chosen. You are claimed. And not because you're perfect, and not because you're whole, and not because you're without suffering, and not because you're without pain. You are loved in the midst of those things, in light of those things. Every time water rains from the sky, whether it's water, whether it's snow, or whatever it is, these are each and individual drops of reminders to you that you are loved. Christ is not the only one for whom the heavens break open. In this week, in this month, in this year, if you remember your own baptism day as well, celebrate it. Celebrate it as the day that officially God claimed you as loved people of God. If you're like a lot of people, I know you might not even know it. Then take every day and celebrate that God officially calls you as claimed, beloved children of God.
remind your brothers and sisters of this often in the midst of these things. Know that your loving God does not leave you. Amen.